Is that what I'm saying? Rough trade radio. 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 And welcome back to the Rough Trade Podcast. This week, ever evolving, Temples are back with a third album this autumn and possibly their most complete work to date. They chatted to me about a new recording process, cohesion and reflecting on early beginnings. That's coming up a little later on in addition to the usual new track plays and another essential catch up with George and Rough Trade NYC. I mentioned Essential there, so this week we have actually launched a bit of a refresher on our Rough Trade Essentials range. So these are a collection of around 250 albums that we think are not only an essential listen, but albums that should be heard and owned physically. Um, The titles cover a really broad spectrum of music and you'll find classic records in there as well as more contemporary ones. It really is a range we have thought about very carefully and a lot of love and attention and also debate has gone into putting it together. So the plan is we're going to share an album a day, Monday to Friday, over the next six weeks across our social channels, that's Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, with the aim of encouraging discussion and conversation about these artists and their songs, be it you love this record and you really want to shout about it, maybe you've never heard of the record before and you kind of want to learn more, or perhaps you're kind of dipping back into it, it's a kind of rediscovery for you. Either way, many of you probably associate Rough Trade a bit more as a champion of new music, but we also, of course, love to champion and celebrate music past. Um, An album should live forever, right? And it's never too late to discover something new, even if you are the only person left on the planet to not have heard Patti Smith's Horses. It's okay. You have time. Um, So at the end of the show for the next few weeks, with the exception of the album of the month editions, I will be sharing an essential album with you. So stick around for that at the end of today's show. But let's get on and play some new music now. This is new from Bat for Lashes. It's called Feel For You. Oh, oh, oh. 
That was Bat for Lashes, Natasha Khan's fifth studio album called Lost Girls is released this September. An album full of romance, a tribute to Los Angeles, to being a kid in the 80s, to films that touched and changed her life. We have this up for pre-order now on a Rough Trade exclusive tie-dye vinyl. It's lush. Go get it. Next up, and new releases this week, we have another Rough Trade exclusive, this time for School of Language's new album, 45. So School of Language is David Brewis, aka one half of Field Music. And this album, as you may interpret by the cover art if you've seen it, is all about Donald Trump. 45, of course, his presidential number. Uh, it's billed as a farcical tragedy comedy that might be considered to be far too ridiculous if we didn't already know the truth. Um, and it features songs including A Beautiful Wall and Lock Her Up. You've really got to hear it to believe it, so let's get going. This is School of Language and I've Got the Numbers. Your head. 
That was School of Language and you can grab that now on a Rough Trade exclusive fake tan orange vinyl because, well, what other colour would it be? <laughs> Next, B-Boys. The New Yorkers are back with album number two, influenced by The Clash, Wire and Talking Heads. Doo is the title and it finds B-Boys picking up where they left off. Their raw yet meticulous style is characterised by rhythmic complexity, commanding riffs and introspective lyrics that are as playful and self-aware as they are cutting. So let's get straight to it. This is B-Boys and Pressure Inside. was b-boys and you can pick up this album on limited white vinyl in the uk and limited pink vinyl in the us we are getting more um in the uk store so if it's on notify me um right after you've heard this hit that button and your wish should come true next up and another one from captured tracks this time forthcoming dive are back with a new album called deceiver this october it's credited as their best work yet and the album is made up from songs that they formed whilst on the road so it's occupying the corners between fuzzed out shoegaze bliss and metallic catharsis i think you guys will really enjoy this one um yeah this is dive and new single skin game
That was Dive. Album Decipher is available on Rough Trade exclusive Galaxy Vinyl. What is Galaxy Vinyl? Head to roughtrade.com to get an idea, but it looks pretty flipping tasty to me. Five, two, one time now, and this week I sat down with Temples to chat album number three. Five, two, one, baby. One in five. No one here gets out alive now. You get yours, baby. I'll get mine. Gonna make it, baby, if we try. So, Tom and Adam, welcome to the Rough Trade podcast. Thank you. Hello. Hi. How are you doing this very sweaty afternoon? <laughs> Quite well, thank you. We've been looked after, haven't we? Yeah. 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 Regulating body temperatures Excellent. with liquid. Brilliant. That's what we like. Um, so I'm going to state that this is, as I've just said, July at the time that we are recording this. And your album, Hot Motion, your third record, is being released this September on the 27th. And it follows 2017's Volcano. Mm. Um, I wanted to chat a bit about the recording process for album three because I think this is the first time you guys had like a dedicated space for recording. Is that right? Where you could kind of all play and create together in one room? Mm. Yeah, every record we've sort of upgraded our creative space. It, you know, it was a bedroom and then a, a living room and now it's sort of an, an outhouse it's, it's an old garage, isn't it? But, it's a garage, well, it's yeah. a, a dairy, I think, originally, because it's okay. in this little village where James lives. And yeah. So they used to keep the cows in it, I guess, at one point. Is that yeah. That's right, isn't it? I believe so, yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's good to have sort of walkable space where you can have the drums set up all the time in one yeah. corner and, yeah, just sort of more creative breathing room. Yeah. Um, Which I think, you know undoubtedly affected how we approached this record yeah and um it meant that we didn't think about things too much we could just get get up and you know play the drums or plug in your guitar like so easily but yeah in the last space we sort of maybe didn't do the things that felt as natural because it took really long to set things up you yeah know? So did you have to keep dismantling stuff and putting yeah, it back together it was just, yeah but now it's all sort of set up pretty well um so I think there's more sort of spontaneous moments on the record because of like the pragmatic side of recording, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Would you say that having that space, and as you say, you don't have to kind of pack up and then reset up again, did that really kind of inform the sound of this record and help it become a lot more cohesive? I'd say so, yeah, I think, yes. For example, like the guitar sound on the record is mainly, um, this sort of unit, Roland, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like a PA system unit thing that we just yeah. sort of cranked up. And so it's like a natural distorted sound and having that there, you know, you just plug into it and what have you, it's sort of that really gave us a sort of bed of guitar sounds we have anyway, which is nice. Um, I think we approached it very much as sort of one, even though it was a couple of sessions over the course of a year, mm. it certainly has the feel of one. And, and that's because we were just so consistent with how we recorded it, I think. Um, whereas our last record, it was, you know, so broad in 
influences and sounds and we wanted to get so many layers and different aspects of um you know different songs down and in the record as quickly as possible mm. and i feel like yeah this time it was just a lot more natural it was, yeah more natural more focused i guess on the sound of a record rather than the sound of each song like yeah you, like you just said on the last record volcano it's like we treated each song we gave the production style for each song sort of slightly different feel mm. but with this record it yeah certainly much more um concise was that the intention before you even kind of came together to record? About, no, we never okay. really talked about that, really. It was just, um, just kind of happened. happened quite naturally, yeah. 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 You generally want to push in a different direction to where you've been last and whatever direction that might be. Um, yeah, and it felt like that was important this time to have something that worked as a, a whole very well. And yeah. there were songs which weren't included in the end, which was a first time for us really to not have every song that we'd recorded on the record and stop. We had more and then were more selective with what made okay. the 11. Mm. Yeah. Was that because the final ones that you decided to put on the record felt like the best ones together as one piece? Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't say they're like necessarily like the best songs but yeah they're the best ones that fit together yeah. yeah and also it sort of informed there were some songs that weren't sounding like they fit in as much but then you know with that benefit of seeing the other than nine or what have you then you can mm. um change those other two and what have you and make them sort of fit more and it was um quite interesting doing that we hadn't really done that before you know no so yeah yeah definitely listening to the record you can tell that a lot of love has gone into crafting it as this one piece um in that sense, I kind of wanted to get your opinion on what you think about popular music these days being very singles-led and whether you think there's some kind of love being lost a little bit for the album as an art form. Um, it's always been very important to us, you know, the the holy trinity, as I always think of it, the, you know, the album cover, the music and the album name, mm. you know, and that creating a visual image and that being such a huge aspect of the music so yeah it's quite jarring when in this day and age where it is just about individual songs and tracks and being a part of someone else's playlist and I think more than ever it's important to you know keep that concept of an album very strong in what we do and with track listings we'll always think of side A and side B you know yeah Oh, that one would be a great closer mm. to side A. Yeah. Yeah, um, right, absolutely. Where the majority of people probably aren't even listening to it like that. Yeah, in pop music, I guess, I guess not many people think like that, but no. in a sort of an underground, if you want to call it that, I guess a lot of bands still do, which is which is a great mm. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, Rough Trade definitely champion mm. the album as a format, yes. 100%. Mm. So it's great that that's, there's still like a lot of love and awareness mm. in bands when they're creating this. Um, you mentioned like your holy trinity would you when you're creating your album is it the same format every time do you name the record before you do the artwork do you sometimes do the artwork first or is it just all a process together it's, it's always different and I feel like the three work together and inform each other in different ways and mm. only until you have those three things you know present does a whole record really start to make sense? I think it's interesting when we finally decided on the album cover, 
uh, listening to the tracks and looking at the album cover, for ex example, mm. made the record sound different to me. Oh, it, really? It themed it in a completely different way, and then it clicked. And yeah. And it was like, wow, this is this record makes sense in a different way than it did before. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a very special thing. Yeah. To, you know, that shouldn't be constricted just to a, a small icon in the corner of Spotify or other streaming yeah. media's. I've seen somebody describe this record as it's got some very David Lynch vibes to it. Would you say that's quite accurate? Like you injecting some darkness into this collection of songs? I think there's like an underlying sort of sort of tension or something, but it's not um I wouldn't say it's not like particularly dark or anything. Yeah, there's some unnerving elements mm. to the sound. But I think it's it sort of has that theatrical edge where, you know, it has the light and shade and balancing of good and evil and yeah. heavy and tranquil. <laughs> um, I, I think that's sort of the magic of records, the atmosphere in which they live in. And if you can create something that's sort of really watertight and allow the listener to really absorb the music within it, I think that's the, the mark of a good record. And I think this time we really wanted to bring back the atmosphere to our sound. Yeah. And yeah. And there's definitely one there. <laughs> there's one atmosphere at yeah. least, yeah. yeah. You've obviously been playing these songs, I presume, to You've been playing a few gigs this year. Have you been introducing these tracks to those sets to the fans a little we've bit? Play, we've played, like, at the moment we're just playing two songs from the new album live. We have played another one of them. Um, yeah. But we're gonna we're rehearsing soon, so we're gonna have to, you know, really learn how to play yeah. all the other ones. Yeah. Cause, yeah. I think that kind of rounds off the interview today. Thank you so all so right. much both for chatting to me. Um, Pleasure. And do give our best to James, who sadly couldn't be here today. But um, we will be seeing you at Rough Trade Bristol, Rough Trade Nottingham, and Rough Trade East very soon. So you're gonna be playing yes. some in-store gigs for us, yeah. which is really exciting. Should be great. Yeah. Can't wait. And also we have a beautiful Rough Trade exclusive colour vinyl edition of Hot Motion, which I think is a red and black marble. That's right. It's the marble. Sounds pretty sexy. Mm. It's good, yeah. Earthy. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a few marbles out there in the last oh, couple right. of months, oh, yeah. but none as nice as oh, okay. or as precious as this marble. Thank you so much, guys. Um, Thank you. Could you pick a track where we could play out today? Let's yeah. go from the top. Yeah, this is hot motion. Thank you very, very much.
The person you have dialed can't take your call now. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, simply hang up or press the pound key for further options. Hey guys, it's George. Just clogging up your voicemail here. It's what I do. I'm calling in from Rough Trade NYC. That's right, New York City. If you can make it here, you clearly are. You have a good job. You can. You're making a lot of money because rent is ridiculous, or you are living in a one-bedroom with six people you just met on Craigslist. Either way, congratulations. Um, keep it up. And for anyone listening uh, elsewhere, just uh, come on by and visit us sometime. It's really nice this time of year. I just figured I'd give you guys the latest and the greatest. I got to tell you about the summer sale because I just went to 50% off. Guys, 50% off. That's like we're losing money on these things, right? That's the That's the truth here. But the fact of the matter is, is like, we just got to trim the fat, baby. We're coming up to, like, the end of the year. We're just, we, you know, want to try to, like, get back in shape. So we're, like, losing some of the fat of our stock. And you, you win because you're getting great deals. And be sure to check out the UK site and the US site because there's totally different stock. I've said it before. You got to check out both sites. Um, let's hit up the staff pick of the week. I'm going to give uh, some love to our employee, Dima. He's giving some love to a band called The Pauses. It's an album called A Cautionary Tale. This is what Dima says about it. Debut album by Orlando's The Pauses takes their 90s influences and brings them to relevance to today's sonic landscape. Pick up this gorgeous Jay Robbins produced album. Also bonus album art by Travis Lampe. You can't miss, says Dima. It's true. It's a great album cover. I could describe it for you, but you have the internet and you're capable of looking it up and doing a much better job of that. I thought one other thing I could start doing in every uh, every one of my little calls here is giving you some highlights for upcoming releases that are now available for pre-order on our website. I'm going to give uh, some love to two of them today. One in the reissue department. This is very cool. If you're a Replacements fan, they are putting out a Replacements box set that's just for the Don't Tell a Soul record. It is a one LP, four CD set. So the one LP is Don't Tell a Soul in a mix that it was originally intended to be. And then four CDs of like outtakes, unheard tracks, a whole concert from 89, just a treasure trove of, you know, classic replacements material that I think... Uh, you know, come on, you'd be you'd be a fool to pass up on this one. Uh, the other one I am going to throw in the mix here is a new record from Brittany Howard. Um, she is in Alabama Shakes, of course, who are an amazing band. This is her first solo record. It's coming out September 20th. It's called Jamie. We were lucky enough to attend a listening party for this a couple months back. Brittany was there. She talked about the record. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying she happened to be there. No biggie. Um, and, you know, as someone that's not the biggest Alabama Shakes fan, um, I came in with kind of whatever expectations. And I got to say, I was incredibly blown away by this record. It is um, crazy soulful. It's dirty and... Um, loose i don't mean like dirty sexy dirty i mean just like the production it's like in the red and like 
fuzzy and there's a lot of texture to it. It's really cool. And um, it's kind of like if D'Angelo had like a quirky or younger sister type of vibe. Um, it's it's cool. I'm I'm definitely excited for it. And I think I'll I'll actually throw to the second single that they put out last week. It's a song called Stay High. You know, I can get behind that sentiment. Um, and I want to say that, that if you enjoy this song here, after the podcast, jump on YouTube and, and watch the video for Brittany Howard, Stay High. It's so well done. It's uh, just such a feel-good little jam, and the video just nails it. And uh, that'll do it for me, guys. Um, thanks a lot for listening. It really means a lot to, to me, and it's cheaper than therapy. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.
thank you to George there. Brilliant track selection once again. And yes, George isn't lying. The sale has dropped to a whopping 50% off all items in store online. So yeah, go get digging now. Huge thank you also goes out to Temples. I have personally loved both of their previous records um, and I cannot wait for this one. It's going to be probably on repeat for me throughout October, I've got to say. So you're probably going to hear a bit more of it on this show. So stay very, very tuned. Um, We have arrived at the end of the show and as promised, I have got a Rough Trade Essential album to share with you. So this week we're going to kick off and take it all the way back to 1990 and A Tribe Called Quest debut people's instinctive travels and the paths of rhythm with it four kids from queens changed hip-hop forever their energy is super infectious it's armed with nothing but open arms a youthful exuberance and a sound for all ages races and boroughs of new york this is a band cited by god so many musicians as one of their favorites and it's very very easy to hear why can they kick it yes they flipping can here's tribe and ham and eggs and thank you very much for listening and i will see you next week Bye. Chica. Occasional steak. Goes on my plate. Asparagus tips look yummy, yummy, yummy. Candy M's inside my tummy. A collage of good eats. Some snacks, some nice treats. Apple sauce and some nice red beets. This is what we snack on when we're questing. No second guessing. I don't eat no hair. turkey beef jerky slim jims i eat sometimes i like lemon and limes and if not that i get the roti and the sour sauce sit back relax listen to some hip-hop Come drops of gummy bears tease my eyes a sight for sore ones and so up highs and other goodies that are filled with goo with pineapple roots delectable delights controls my appetites boss is boy he right but i know what i like 
chicken for lunch, chicken for my dinner. Chicken, 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 I'm a finger licking winner. When breakfast time comes, I don't recognize. Pig in the pan or a pair of bogey shots. Pizzas, new tomatoes, home fried potatoes, or anything with flair. Cook it, I'm in there. Pay attention to the tribe as we impose. This is how it goes. I don't eat no Trade Radio. Reviews and subscriptions help to support what we do. So if you like what you hear, then please rate us on iTunes.